Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hey, bad girls. This week, we have an amazing show for you. We have Cheyenne Bostock, a life coach, relationship expert, and true advocate for helping men and women live their best lives and cultivate healthier relationships. You're going to enjoy this so much. He has a no-holds-barred approach to giving practical life and relationship advice, so don't get your feelings hurt. Has helped thousands of people around the world experience significant improvements in their love life, and we should be honored. He's been featured on numerous national media outlets such as ABC, Fox, Sirius XM, and he's a best-selling author of four, not just one, not two, three, four self-help books. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm looking forward to the show. Oh, yes. My bad girl, they're sitting around waiting to hear what you're about to speak. You know, they, they want to hear these gems. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm ready to drop them. So, so how did you get into life coaching? That's a great question. I get that. I get asked that question a lot. And the answer is simple. It's a calling. I think everybody has a specific calling on their life. Mm-hmm. And I had an experience years ago in a relationship and in my life. I broke up from a, relation, a rough relationship. And right after that relationship, I found myself living in a homeless shelter. Oh, and then okay. I had to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, what I wanted to do with my relationships. But what I did know is that I didn't want to repeat the same mistakes over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so once I took accountability, I realized that I was in control. I I had the power to shift gears in my life and in my relationship. If I looked myself in the mirror and said, you are responsible for this, you have the power to change it. And that's what I did. That is amazing. So you basically took what you learned through your personal experience and said, you know what, I can now help other people do this for themselves, it sounds like. Exactly. That's exactly what it was, using my personal experiences and experiences I've learned from other people to help other people grow. Awesome. So how did you translate kind of into the relationship space? Because I know life coaching sometimes can be, you know, just helping people get on track or get organized or, you know, kind of a new mindset or outlook. But how did you kind of get into relationships? Well, I've always been passionate about talking about relationships with my brothers, with my male friends, uh, with my, my colleagues. And it was something that I was noticing in my own personal relationships. I would look and I would say, you know what? This can't be the right woman because she's doing everything that I I don't want in a relationship. And then I would try to coach that the woman I'm in a relationship with. (laughs) And of course, train her up. (laughs) Yes, yeah. I'm a trainer. I'm a changer. I'm a trainer. But that didn't work. Right. And so, you, and what happened was one day she posted on her Facebook, she said, pimping ain't easy. And I said, whoa, what do you mean by that? Whoa. And she says, uh, well, it's just a song. It's a saying. And, 
I don't know why I put, I said, well, why did you post that on your profile? She said, you know what? I'm just going to delete you from Facebook. This way you don't know what I'm posting. Oh. And so I said, okay, all right. So since I don't agree with this and we're not agreeing, I'm going to go to my social media and see what they think about it. So I posted on social media and I said, hey guys, what do you think about just significant other posting? Pimping ain't easy. And then next thing you know, there was a swarm of replies, comments, and shares from this post. And I noticed that there might be some other people going through the same exact thing that I'm going through. Uh-huh. So while, while I have tried to explain to my significant other at the time that this is inappropriate, it didn't work speaking directly to her. However, mm-hmm. when I shared it with the vast majority of people, um, there were like-minded individuals that said, of course, that's very inappropriate. And then I said, you know what? I might be dealing with the wrong person here, mm-hmm. but it's time I start dealing with the right people, mm-hmm. like-minded individuals. And that's how my platform began to grow. I love that. So you kind of took like your thoughts and like, okay, this is what I'm thinking, but let's see what the broad population thinks and let's see what, have, let them weigh in on it. Right. Took my thoughts, took my feelings, took my values and shared it with the vast majority of people that I was surrounded with. And I was able to create a community of ambassadors, like-minded individuals. And that's what you need if you're going to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. So with that, it sounds like you built a community. And then is that when you started writing? Tell us a little bit about the content of your, your four books. That's a great question. Because when I first started writing on Facebook, just posting uh, what was going on, and I saw the response, I was so... Uh, wrapped up in it. I was so caught up in it. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm enjoying this process. And so I did it every single day. And I tell you, hundreds of comments was flowing. Not only was I posting relationships, but I was also give, giving a perspective, a male perspective mm-hmm. on the different types of situations. And then over time, I created an email and I, I told people, I said, hey, why don't you send me an email about your relationship? issue because Mm -hmm. what I realized is that everyone was experiencing relationship issues. They just didn't have a place where they can go to safely talk about it. Right. And so I created that. I created a blog and then within one year of that blog it had over twenty five thousand subscribers. At that point I was convinced that I had a gift and I had something special that people all over the world wanted. And I continued to deliver on that gift. That is amazing. So what, what is the, um, I guess, kind of topic of your books or kind of, you know, the, the really what the message, I guess. So back to those social media posts and then leading into the blog, after all of those subscribers and all the feedback, they were asking me, do you have a book? And so I said, no, I don't have a book. They said, well, that's too bad. We would have purchased your book. And then that's what spawned the idea of creating a book. So I took all of the blogs that I have written and I made it into one, one big book. And so the premise of the blogs and the premise of the post was how to, how to weed out all of the men that weren't any good, the men who weren't a good fit for your life, how to attract your ideal mate, the right man for you. So the first book that I wrote was called Food, Sex, and Peace of Mind, What mm-hmm. a Woman Needs to Know to Keep a Man. And so what a woman needs to know to keep a man is simple, loving yourself, valuing yourself, living your best life. Men, Mm -hmm. the quality men are super attracted to that. And so I continue to write books that feed that particular topic. I have another book called Dating Manual for Single Women. 
30 steps a woman should take before a first date. So it's all about knowing your value, knowing your worth, mm -hmm. and making sure you're holding that standard and setting that requirement through and through. That is so good. And my bad girl listeners out there know, like that is the whole essence of being a bad girl. Like you got to know your worth and demand what you deserve, you know, or you won't get it. And I, you know, there's some bad girls in training who are still learning how to do that. And so it's good to hear you reaffirm that and confirm, you know, that this is what needs to happen way before you even meet a man. You got to work up from the inside out. Definitely. And you know, one of the biggest issues is there are a lot of great women out there who are doing the right thing just for the wrong guy. Mm -hmm. You see, as men, we have choices. We have two choices. We can choose to be, we, there's plenty of Eves out there. You know, Eve from the Garden of Eden. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, oh. There's plenty, <laughs> there's not, not Eve, not, not Eve, <laughs> love is blind Eve. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, rappers? Yeah, of course. I'm talking about the first Eve, the I real Eve. I you know, the original. <laughs> <laughs> so there's plenty of Eves out there. So you never see a man asking, where are the Eves? No, the Eves are asking, where are the Adams? Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of women out there dating serpents. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and the men, the men are choosing to be serpents when they need to be choosing to be Adam. Mm -hmm. And so now we have to reshape and re, um, change the thinking of men to want to be Adam for the Eve. And if we had more Adams for Eves, we would have more... Uh, homes that are fulfilled and together and not broken. We would have more happy, long-lasting relationships. So a lot of these men have to make choices to meet the standards of these Eves out here. Well, and that's all. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Because I, you know, hear so many women come to me and say, you know what, there's just no good men out there. Like, there's no Adams out there. Why do you think so many women are having an issue finding a good man or finding that Adam? Well, it's all about attracting Adam. Because there, there, there were two, well, three, um, in the ad, in the in the garden. There was Adam, mm -hmm. there was Eve, and then there was the serpent. Mm -hmm. And so Eve had a choice who she wanted to listen to. Where did she go? With she chose serpent. to listen to the serpent. <laughs> You're right. What are, two thousand plus years, many millions of years? What are women doing now? What are they choosing? Adam mm -hmm. or the serpent? The serpents. Because they right. find the serpents right. in a nice little package. Oh, yeah. He done said something good. He done look talked good. you into something. Look good. All of that. But that doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that there are no Adams. Adams. Adam was right there, wasn't he? He was right there. He was right there. You're right. You're right. And they choose what they want. That's not so what true. they need. That's true. So you, oh, that's, oh, I love that. So women are choosing what they want and not what they need. Oh, yeah. That's where good guys finish last came from. Oh. It's not like good men aren't out there. The good men are sitting in your friend zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want him. You, you want don't want him. He's like your that's last Adam. option. Like, okay, yeah. dang, everybody else said no. So I'm going to call yep. him up, get some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Use so, use them right on up but not commit. Right. Uh -huh. Well, and so how why do some women seem to always attract those no good men though? Because it seems is it her seeking out negative men or serpents or are they attracted to her? What what's came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, we are magnets. We are energy. We are love. We are all these things. And we attract everything that we are. One mm -hmm. of the things, one of the issues is we're not being honest about who we are. Mm 
And so when, when we're attracting all this negativity and then we ask, well, what's the problem? Oh, I can't, there's no good men left. All of the men are in jail. All of the men are gay. No, no. You mean to tell me in all of the world, you can't find one decent man? No. See, once you change you, once you change your heart, you'll start to attract like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're not being honest about who you are and where you are in life, then you're going to attract just uh, dishonest people, just like you are in your heart. You're being dishonest with yourself. Right. So if you're you're not ready, ready you say that you're ready to date, but the real thing is you're tired of being alone. Right. And men who are no good are pure magnets for tired of being alone. He's like, oh, you're tired of being alone? Let me come fill this void. Yeah. With the, all the wrong stuff, though. With, with my serpenty ways. My serpenty ways. Yeah. Not with my Let Adam ways. Let on over there. <laughs> slither over there. <laughs> I'll be right oh, there. Oh, so uh, basically you're saying a woman attracts her ideal mate when she becomes her ideal self. Girl, you preaching. Okay. Okay. Now See, you I'm preaching. putting these where see. Oh, I'm now loving you preaching. This. this is so and this is where you all out there can really take heed, you know, and be honest with yourself. You know, it's just you at the end of the day. You're sitting home with you. Evaluate. Are you your best self? Are you healthy? Are you ready? Like he said, are you ready for a relationship? And if you're not, you're going to be just dating what you want instead of what you need. And sometimes, here's the thing. A lot of people need to take the time because right now what's happening is a lot of women out there are coals. Mm-hmm. They're coals, but they want to be treated like diamonds. Mm. But they mm. need to they need to take their time and be still. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a diamond moving? No. 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 A diamond is still. A diamond digs deep. A diamond is off the scene. You don't see a diamond out there partying and socializing and all of this and trying to find somebody to appraise the diamond. No. I'm going digging deep to find myself and become what I'm destined to become. I'm a coal right now, but soon I'll be a diamond. Mm -hmm. But if people see me right now, they're not going to see me for my true value. Right. Because I'm not there yet. They're going to see a lump of coal. (laughs) They're going to see a lump of coal. (laughs) But because I'm not there yet. But if I just take this time, when I say take this time, I mean, why don't you take 2018 to really discover yourself. Take yourself off the party scene. Take yourself off the dating scene. Stop searching so vigorously for a man. I guarantee you, when you take this time to look at yourself in the mirror and see how boring you are, (laughs) (laughs) right? and then, because there's no way, if you can go 2018 and just look at yourself, evaluate yourself, you're going to sit around, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm not going out on any dates. Well, why aren't you going out on any dates? Why don't you take yourself out on any date? Now you'll start to see how much it costs to go out on a date. Mm-hmm. So now you see the value in going out on a date. If you don't see the value, why will he see the value? Mm-hmm. You're asking for things from a man that you've never even done for yourself. Yeah. So while you're this coal, guess what? He sees a coal too. Even though you might feel like you're a diamond, he sees a coal. He knows what real diamonds look like. Yeah, he knows what a diamond looks like. He's seen <laughs> he it. He knows what diamonds look like. <laughs> that BBS is obvious. Exactly. So you don't want to be dishonest with yourself. You want to be the real deal. Yeah. And when I you're don't... the real deal. When you're the real deal, you don't have to beg. You don't have to convince nobody. I'm a diamond. I'm a diamond. No, they see you shining. 
Right. They you know don't what have to you tell are. people you're a diamond when you were a you diamond. <laughs> but That's I, right. and I talk to a lot of men, and I'm sure you talk to more because you know I work with a lot of women. But men tell me some of these women they go out with are so boring or so basic, and they have no interest. They're not bringing anything to the table. You know, do you see that a lot? Women who think they're you know quote unquote bad bitches or got it all going on, and really they they don't have any depth. They have nothing there. Oh, absolutely. And that happens because uh, oftentimes women don't take the time to study men and they confuse a date with this is his opportunity to entertain me. Mm -hmm. But on the contrary, a date is this is your opportunity to show each other your worth. Mm -hmm. Because if you're on that date for 30 minutes, I say, listen, 30 minutes, $10 at Starbucks, that's more than enough time for a first date. Yeah. Because if you can't show me your worth in that 30 minutes and for that $10, you don't deserve more of my time. You don't deserve more of my money. Okay. Because okay. this is this this is not a gift. This thirty minutes and this ten dollars is not a gift. It's, it's not a investment. gift. <laughs> oh, okay. So dates are not gifts; they're investments. What into your yes. future together, or into getting absolutely, to know each other? absolutely. If you can appreciate that thirty minutes and that ten dollars, mm. I know you'll appreciate a lifetime of investment in time and money. Um, oh my goodness. I'm loving this. So, and I, so, and you're coming from just a totally different perspective and I love it. So in what ways, just a couple or maybe even one strong one, do men think differently than women? Cause at the end of the day, I'm, you know, a scientist, I study behavior, I'm a doctor, like, but at the end of the day, I am a woman, you know? So in what ways do, do men think differently than women? Well, there are two things that men value. They value their time and they value their money. Mm-hmm. And a woman will know how interested a man truly is by how he invests both. Mm. His and time so, and his money. His time and his money, not one or the other. Because you can have a wealthy man who's investing money. Oh, yeah, I bought you a house. I bought you a car. I spent you on trips. Yeah, but you're never here. Yeah. You're never yeah. here. Emotionally and, and physically here. Right, right. And then there's the flip side where you're spending all this time, but she never gets to go anywhere. She never gets to do anything because you can't afford it. So mm-hmm. you want a man or can't afford it or won't take you nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's even worse. He don't you know? want to show off his lump of coal. <laughs> right, right. And so uh, every man wants to be married. Mm-hmm. The issue is, that's like, that's like asking a man, does he want to be successful? Of course he mm-hmm. wants to be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, what man wouldn't want to be in a relationship with one woman and settle down and have a family and build, build something? What man wouldn't want to do that? The problem is, in a lot of cases, he doesn't take that step because he's not convinced. Mm-hmm. And some women feel that they don't have to convince. Mm-hmm. But as a man has to convince a woman that he can protect, he can provide. You're not going out with no man. You go out with a man, he get knocked out. You're not dating him no more. No. Oh, no. Because you're not convinced no. that he can protect you. You're right. Right. And so just as he has to convince you um, through his actions that he's able to protect and provide, you have to convince a man that you are going to help build his kingdom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna upgrade him right some beyonce and jay-z situation i'm gonna bring something to the table and make you a better man and make your life better not just take now yeah now let me touch on that for a moment some women are afraid to fully invest because they are afraid that once he reaches that level that we know 
he has a potential to reach, he's going to leave. Now, that's not diamond status behavior. That's right. cold thinking. Mm-hmm. That's cold thinking where you think that um, you're not enough. Right. A diamond, for, in, in another issue I'll touch a little bit more, um, when you invest in a man, you don't have to invest in a boyfriend or a fiance or a husband. You need to invest as a friend from the beginning, mm-hmm. the very beginning. And you need to invest more often in your friends. Right. Because even if nothing romantic transpires, at the very least, you've just built wealth. Yeah. Friends you can just be wealth. built wealth. Yes, it can be. But what happens is they start having sex and then they start getting insecure. They start having doubt and fear, which prevents them from fully investing because they're not sure what they're going to get back. Mm-hmm. But they when it comes to your friends, out of it. right, right. So they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to build you up and then you go marry some other woman. No. <laughs> That's no, that I'm not doing that. See, yeah, I'm like, oh, I already <laughs> know it's nobody leaving me. They want to stay with me, so I'm gonna yeah. just do what I gotta do. <laughs> but that, but that's because of all the emotions and the sex that that took place. That's making you feel that way, right? Or if you would have just started out as friends, saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. I see the value in you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. I see the value in you too. Why don't we invest in each other and get to know each other better? Let's bring out some contracts and let's talk." about how we can grow. Now it's coming from a genuine and sincere place. Everything's out on the table. And then time goes by, you're still getting to know each other and invest. You're both building wealth. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be in a relationship where they've helped each other build wealth? That's amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. That's what marriage is all about, really building a life, building wealth. So if you can't do it while you're dating and, and make each other's lives better and build and invest, then what's the point of even taking it to the next level where that's what it's all about? Ooh. But, oh, you know what? And I should have. So what about sex? What, what's the role of sex? What's the role? Is what happens. What's the role of sex in all this? Because you say build a friendship and, you know, be friends and invest in a friend. But what, what about sex? What, what's the role of sex? Sex should be the bonus, not the wages. Oh, Okay. Say now, let me ask you. Sex should be the bonus, <laughs> not the wages. Okay. Now, let me ask you. Uh-huh. When you get a job, uh-huh. what comes first, what comes last? The wages or the bonus? The wages come first. And what comes last? The bonus. Amen. Girl, you're preaching. <laughs> so- and, there's a reason, and there's a reason why they do it that way. If you just started a job in January and they hit you with a bonus, will you value, will you value it? Because you didn't earn it. True. And then when I get them wages, they're not going to look as good. <laughs> and girl, girl. I'll be like, oh, you're going to give me ten, twenty thousand, and now I got to go back to making 10000 an hour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're going to take that for it. granted. You're going to take now that's that. Gonna help. That's going to help a lot of people. That is. The wages come before the bonus. So you got to put in that time, that effort, that energy, yes. get to know each other, start investing, yes. and then then the sex comes as a bonus because you're already invested and that's just one more thing keeping you in the situation. Oh, I like that analogy. And now let's talk about that job again. That bonus isn't guaranteed, is it? It's not guaranteed. No, it's it's not. You have to earn it. (laughs) Got to earn that bonus, but based on your performance. Your performance. It's no different from relationships. 
Oh, I love that. And my, my bad girl listeners, a lot of them are bosses. They are handling their business. They're career minded. So I think they're going to really get that analogy of, you know, putting that work, that effort, both parties before the sex comes. And here's what I want. I want to, I want to meet those, those bad girls. I want to connect with them because I know a lot of women who are super successful in life, in business, in the best shape of their life. They've managed to master just about every area of their life except mm-hmm. a relationship. It's so they need, true. They need, they need help with their, with their body. So what do they do? They get a trainer. Yep. They need help with their business or their numbers. They get an account. They get a business coach. Yep. They need help with whatever. They get all these things. But then you say, hey, you're not succeeding in your relationship. Maybe you should consider working with a relationship coach. How Hello. That Hello. That is the perfect pub, the perfect time right. to but, uh, tell, them, tell them about your services and, and where they can find you and your products. That's the perfect time to let them know about that. Here's what's amazing. I have something called the Attract Your Ideal Mate Facebook group. Mm -hmm. It's free to join. You simply have to be 30 years or older, single, emotionally available, financially independent. I want to invite you to the group. There's going to be hundreds of other women who meet the same requirements as you, like-minded individuals. You can share in the group ask relationship questions, dating questions. But I also invite you in that group to join me for a breakthrough coaching session. And that coaching session is free. And if you want to get that link, you can go to my website, CheyenneBostock.com slash coaching. Yes. And I look forward to seeing all you ladies there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to um, put that in the, um, in the show notes too. So they'll be able to find it there too if, if they didn't catch it. Excellent. Excellent. Oh. And of course, you can follow me. On social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My Twitter is Cheyenne Bostock. And my Facebook and Instagram is Cheyenne B. Bostock. Okay, I'm loving this. And I love, and just to wrap that up, that concept, we get guidance and mentorship for everything else in life. And I don't know why it still seems to be that gap in the thinking of getting a love coach or a relationship expert, or even a therapist for that matter, if you're unhealthy in other areas of your life. You know, I I tell people, hey, I went to therapy myself as a therapist because I Mm -hmm. needed someone who was, you know, needed to observe and, and be objective and help me work out my own crap. And so I tell people, do not be embarrassed. It's, it's just like having a trainer or a chef teach you how to cook, you know. So, you know, join this Absolutely. Facebook group, follow him for all of his advice. And I know you're already following me because you're here. Any last advice for my bad girls out there for weeding out a good man before that first date like you said just maybe one tip i know you they got about a book i know they got about a book but maybe one good tip before we head out yes first definitely go get the book because it has 30 tips right 30 steps to take before a first date you can get that on amazon now the most important thing before going out on a date before meeting anybody before opening yourself is to know your value Mm-hmm. If you don't know your value, you will settle for less each and every time. It's oh. just like anyone offering services, photographer, musician, anything. You call them up and you say, hey, I want you to do this birthday party. How much, are you, how much do you cost? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, how's $100? Meanwhile, you're worth 1000 
Right. You need to know your worth, know your value before you have a conversation with anyone else. That is so good. And I I had a, you know, personal, you know, when I was first started working, I took so much less than I could have, you know, because I didn't know my worth. I didn't know what was out there. I didn't know what I deserved. So I love that concept in love as well. Know what you deserve and know what you want and what you need. And because you can't get it if you don't know what it is. Absolutely. I love that. Ah, you just, I knew this was going to be amazing. I knew you were going to drop gems. I knew it was going to be good, but it was better than I expected. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, We enjoyed it. We might have to bring you back when you, when you know, you have your new next thing out there and ladies do not forget the coaching um, and free coaching coaching that you don't get that offer every day. Free coaching. I'll um, put where to find them in the show notes and don't forget to pick up those books so you can know how to get what you deserve even before your first date. Yes. Thank you for listening until next time. Be bad. That's this week's episode of bad girls guide to love with Dr. Io. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.